Welcome to the Big Talk Podcast, where we chat all things business and personal development related, totally unfiltered and unscripted. I'm your host, Amanda Davies, and I'm here to help you transform into the leader you were born to be, stand apart from the competition, and most importantly, share your message with the world in a big, big way. Are you ready? Welcome once again to Big Talk. If you've been following me and if you know me, obviously personally, you'll know that I've been going through quite a tough time over the last couple of weeks. We uh, had to say goodbye very, very sadly to one of my fur family members. So one of my cats, Um, we're all about the animals here in this house, by the way. So, um, you know, pet owners, you know that they're like part of your family. So yeah, it's been a really shitty time actually. And I kind of wanted to create this video as inspiration uh, around these sorts of tricky circumstances that happen in life, particularly because as business owners as well, like we're, we're in this, generally we're on our own if we're like a solo business owner or we work with a small team. Um, and these kind of setbacks happen, right? And not many people talk about it. Not many people talk about, oh, you know, what to do when the shit hits the fan or, you know, life happens kind of stuff. And I think it's really important that we have a dialogue about this and that we actually talk a little bit about how to continue running your business during the setbacks, during the times in life where maybe you're going through grief or loss or whether there's been some kind of a major change happen in your life. So maybe a relationship change or a relationship loss or some kind of a betrayal or there's a health problem or a death or all of this sort of stuff. And it's like, people don't talk about this. And I think it's fascinating because I think there is this kind of conception or perception rather out there that if you work in the personal development space, or if you work in the business space, that shit's fine all the time, right? You've got a positive mindset and you're, you're doing all the things. And absolutely, you know, we're, we're kicking goals. We do this sort of stuff. We're driven people, but we're humanoids at the end of the day. And like, and life happens, as I said, shit happens. So how do we bounce back from this? How do we deal with the setbacks in our businesses and still keep the lights on and and still serve our clients and still show up and do what we're supposed to be doing in the world um, when we're often experiencing very (sighs) traumatic kind of emotions or tough emotions rather, or you know, we're starting to feel like, oh God, you know, life is feeling really tough right now. Like how do we bounce back from all of this? So the thing that I wanted to say is upfront setbacks are obviously part of life. And I don't think that we're doing anybody any favors by pretending that they don't exist, particularly in business and particularly as small business owners. All right. Um, but I think particularly when you're in business and you are the business, so maybe you're the solo business owner, or as I said, maybe you've got a small team or, uh, you know, the reality is you need to continue on. <laughs> Otherwise it's like you're, you're severely impacting your revenue. And, you know, it raised a couple of very interesting questions for me the last couple of weeks. And, you know, I've, I've been through this sort of stuff several times over the last few years And each time I've asked myself, how am I future proofing my business? All right. How can my business operate without me in it as much? And so this is kind of the conversation that I wanted to open up today, because the problem is when we experience setbacks in life, in our business, 
obviously as small business owners, it can severely impact our bottom line, particularly when your business is reliant on you, primarily you, as um, raising the revenue in terms of booking the new clients or enrolling uh, new customers or going out and doing the doing or doing the work. You know, if you're a done for you service provider, for example, maybe you're the copywriter or the graphic designer or the web designer that needs to be doing the bloody work. So it's a problem. It's a problem because it can severely impact our income. Uh, it can severely impact our lead flow in our business, obviously, as well, if we're not showing up and doing the things. Um, during times like this too, it's very, very natural for confidence to plummet and to take a little bit of a hit and to sort of say, oh God, you know, I'm just, I'm not feeling my best today or, you know, I don't want to get on camera today or I don't want to do the things that I'm supposed to be doing with my clients today because, you know, your, your confidence maybe isn't there. You've taken a bit of a hit, okay? Maybe you're struggling to sort of stay motivated and it's totally understandable. You know, we're not superhumans. We're not superhumans and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of people pretending that they need to be superhumans in this business because you do not. You do not, all right? You do need to do some things differently, which I'm going to come on to talk about. But if you're struggling to stay motivated or even get out of bed in the morning because you're going through a really tricky life circumstance, I mean, this is big, big stuff, guys. And this is how it really impacts our business. And I really want to encourage everybody who may be going through this. I mean, certainly we're all going to go through it at some point, aren't we? You know, the shit's going to hit the fan or something happens. We need to be prepared for it. And that's really the motivation for this video today, because I don't want you to go through a period of real anxiety around how am I going to pay my bills this month? How am I going to pay my team? How am I going to do this? How am I going to invest in ads? How am I going to... Blah, 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 blah? And you start to worry about money on top of the grief or the trauma or the massive change that you're having to go through. All right. I don't want you to feel like that because often what ends up happening is that that anxiety fuels us pushing through, pushing through. All right. And we start to rely on our adrenaline to keep moving. We start to rely on fear to keep moving. And really when you're going through these sorts of circumstances in life, that's not okay. It's not sustainable to continue running on adrenaline because what that's going to do is it's going to lead to exhaustion, potentially burnout, all right? It's going to lead to uh, overwhelm, potentially feelings of depression. I mean, this is how this stuff escalates, guys. And I work with a lot of very, very driven people in my business, the people who do push on through this sort of stuff. And it's not pretty. You know, when, when stuff really gets to the point where they are burnt out and can't get out of bed, like, don't let it get to that point. Don't let it get to that point. All right. Because, you know, and I guess the other thing that you need to look out for as well is if it's not so much the pushing through, it's the numbing out, which is the other side of it as well, where you're again, relying on so much adrenaline just to get you going and to get you through and the fear that actually you start to numb out what's going on around you and you're not giving yourself the time and space that humans need to process these big, horrible things that sometimes happen in life. Death of a loved one, perfect example, um, the loss of a relationship. All of this stuff is a very real part of the human condition and business owners are not exempt from this. 
you guys know that I'm so, so passionate about mental health in particular. I mean, you know, I'm a psychologist. <laughs> Hello. So it's like, I'm really passionate about mental health, but also physical health, also um, energetic health as well. And it's, this is absolutely huge. And the thing is guys, is when you find yourself in these situations and you're pushing through and you're worried about how you're going to pay your bills and you're worried about not showing up and doing all the things that you're supposed to be doing, it tends to lead to a massive realization. And I actually had this realization several years ago. So I felt like I was a little bit more prepared for it two weeks ago. Um, but where I went through a really scary sort of a health crisis and I was taken out basically, um, you know, couldn't get out of bed. I went through a really terrible period of, of illness. And for me, it's like I couldn't physically pick up the phone and take enrollment calls or I couldn't run group program calls. Or I couldn't speak to my clients. You know, this stuff happens. And the thing is, we often get to the point where we have that realization um, that your business is not set up to weather the storms. And I guess this is my overarching question for you today which is, is your business set up to weather the storms and to operate without you in it? And now I know there's a lot of very facetious people out there that say, well, if your business can't operate without you in it, then it's not a real business. And it's like, well, that's BS because, you know, I work with a lot of solo businesses who are earning six and multi six figures. All right. So you are a business if you're working with clients. Okay. Even if it is just you. But I really want to implore you guys today to start thinking about how you can future proof your business and how you can start to uh, use me as an example or use anything that may be going on in your life at the moment to really question how you can set this up in a bit of a different way. All right. So I want to share some hints and tips with you guys today about number one, how to deal with any kind of trauma or any kind of crisis that's happening in the moment in terms of loss and grief specifically. Um, I want to talk to you guys sort of personally about, you know, what you need to be doing to take care of yourself as a business owner, as a humanoid in that moment. But then also I want to talk about your business as well. All right. So the first thing is that I want to say, and I will always lead with this is that you must prioritize your mental health. I'm going to say it again you must prioritize your mental health. Mental health isn't a joke, right? Um, it's something that is just as, if not more important, I believe, than physical health. It is incredibly important in terms of your quality of life, obviously. It is so important in terms of your ability to just cope with, with shiz that may be happening, okay, if it is grief or loss in particular please, please, please reach out and get any kind of support or help you need to manage your mental health. Please reach out and get any support you need to manage your mental health as you go through these lumps and bumps in your life and in your business. And sure, you know, depending on the circumstances, that may look like a really trusted friend or family member, or that may mean that you need to get some personal or professional counseling or psychotherapy or any other kind of therapy that's going to help you get through this because until you get up here set and at least have an ability to talk through and process the vast amount of emotion that you're feeling, I mean, nothing else matters. So you really do need to prioritize your mental health straight up. Number two, you need to give yourself time to allow the, the shock of trauma, the shock of grief, 
the shock of maybe betrayal or some kind of a health crisis or a death or whatever to work through your system. Okay. I really believe these big events, okay. In life, they are a, like a smack to the system and that stuff leaves energetic and physical prints in our body. And often what we do, and I think this is a society thing. It's definitely a business thing. If you run your own business, the temptation is to want to push through is to numb it out and to just keep going, keep your mind occupied. Actually a really important part of your healing is to allow yourself time and space to heal physically from this kind of situation. All right. Um, and to allow yourself to heal energetically as well. So it's the mental health, it's the physicality, but it's also the energy piece as well. All right. So let's talk about physical stuff. Um, guys, when you are going through stress, trauma, uh, grief, loss, this is bringing up all sorts of physical reactions and hormones and all sorts of crazies in your body. Your body is going into a form of shock. Okay. Um, it's going to result in cortisol levels rising. It's going to disturb your sleep. It's going to disrupt your appetite. It's going to, and there's so many studies about this as well, where, uh, grief, it, it, it can manifest in terms of physical symptoms. All right. So I know even again, speaking from experience two weeks ago, uh, you know, feelings of grief. I was having all sorts of problems in terms of stomach cramps and physical pain that was manifesting in my body. Maybe you've experienced this as well, but it's very, very real. And sort of a big part of this that I want to say is please just don't discount anyone's situation that they're going through. If they have lost a pet and you just think, oh, it's just a bloody pet, or if they're going through maybe a loss of a relationship that you think was a shit relationship anyway, and it's like the best thing for them, like you have no right to judge what other people's are going through either. All right. So I just kind of wanted to say that too. People experience grief and loss in very different ways, and it's all very, very personal. But I know that it can manifest in terms of physical symptoms and physical pain in your body. And so that's something to be very aware of. And obviously you need to be working with your physician or doctor to kind of, if there is anything else there as well, again, mental health professionals too, to really build the right team around you to support this. Okay. To support this healing. The other bit is the energetic space. Now, what I mean by that is please, please, please allow yourself time and space to sleep. Okay. Now I know that sleep is often disrupted when you're going through stuff like this, but please allow yourself to cat nap if you need to during the day, um, or, you know, go to bed a bit earlier. If you need to take some time off, if you're still working in a nine to five job, I care not, you, you know, you don't show up, you prioritize your energetic and your mental health above all. And I'm not even kidding. All right. But also recognize and honor the fact that you are on an emotional roller coaster at the moment. Okay. I mean, you're probably familiar with the cycle of grief, which isn't a nice cycle that you kind of just go, Ooh, okay. And then I'm at the other end. You cycle back and forth between all of the different emotions from the sorrow to the anguish, to the anger, to the disbelief. And then you go right back to anger again, and then you go back to disbelief and then you go back to sorrow. Like you're swinging around all the time, please just honor yourself 
and be kind to yourself throughout that process. So if you find yourself snapping at people or you find yourself kind of just wanting to lock yourself away for a while, please know that that's okay. And don't beat yourself up for it if you need some time or if you need to really lean on people around you to provide more support or to step up for you. Okay. So there's that kind of energetic and emotional piece too. And, you know, up to you, I don't know what your sort of your spiritual practice is, but if you have one, please stay connected to that too, whether it's meditation or prayer or whether it's uh, going to church or whatever it happens to be. Please stay connected into your spiritual source or belief, because I think that's going to be really important to lean on as part of the foundations and moving through this. There's this really, really interesting word that I came across in a course that I'm doing at the moment, actually, and it's a, it's a Sanskrit word um, and it's called samskara and it means soul wound. And I really believe that obviously when we have these big impactful events going on in our life and we're going through this sort of stuff, it leaves a soul wound. And that's okay because, you know, often I think that we grow through those wounds, no matter how painful they are at the time. Um, because the thing with a wound is that it heals over and becomes a really strong scar as well, right? And I think it's like if you can get to the place where you can really start to honour the scars, the soul scars rather than the soul wounds and starting to kind of incorporate that into your message if you need to, maybe like I am a bit now as well, you know, trying to do this video maybe two weeks ago, there's just no way. But now it's like actually I feel like the wound is healing a little bit so I can speak more from the scar and not the wound. So look at, again, just look at how you can sort of protect your soul and protect your heart a little bit through this. And again, I think a big part of that is through staying connected to your spiritual purpose, spiritual um, or higher power, whatever you believe in. And again, when you're at a place where maybe you're coming through the initial shock, where you can start to sort of rationalize and not so much rationalize, but almost sort of come to terms a little bit more easily with, with what's just happened and maybe how this has been significant in your, in your life. What have been the lessons, if any, you know, I mean, can you look at it that way? So it's just what I'm trying to say here, guys, is really honor these three, maybe four parts of what's going on. There's the mental health component, the physical health, the energetic health, but also your spiritual health throughout all of this and allow yourself that time and that space to to heal okay and if that means throughout that initial shock period and again going back to the judgment thing people recover from grief and loss uh to different time frames so it might take people a month it might take people a year it might take people 10 years like it's everyone's journey is different so really honor and respect where people are uh on their healing journey as well but guys check in with yourself okay really look after yourself throughout this and you know just know that all of this stuff and i i talk about this all the time it's like it's such a big part of my message it's i really believe that these sorts of things happen to us they happen to us obviously but it's, it's kind of for us in a way 
and it's about building character it's about building resilience and it's part of the human condition and it's not something that we can just wish away or pretend won't happen in our lives it's like this is real this is real freaking life okay uh and actually we can use it in a way that that kind of fuels us to add to our message to you know make us stronger and more resilient as well so that's kind of the bit that i wanted to say around looking after yourself and then there's sort of the second bit which is around the, the future proofing of your business like i said when this stuff happens it's usually an opportunity to say okay uh what do i need to do here <laughs> in terms of protecting my business and making sure that my business is set up set up to carry on um either without me completely or you know without relying on me as much and this is something i was really proud of going through um two weeks ago with obviously the loss that i went through in that i was really proud that i had systems and structures set up in my business to enable me to kind of ride this out but also that i had team that could kind of step in and take care of some things for me while I take, took the time that I needed, um, even if it was just those initial few days to kind of get through the shock of, of what had happened, all right? So again, if you're that solo business owner or that small business owner where the business really relies on you, this message is for you guys. Like you don't have the luxury of running a big company at the moment where you've got hundreds of people working for you, I hazard a guess. Uh, you don't have all of the things in place and you know, this is about you being the business. Okay. So number one, of course, there's a conversation to have around finances and making sure that you have that future fund or that you have that buffer available in order to fall back on. All right. So again, not a lot of people talk about financial planning, like, hello, I mean, we do need to have some money set aside to kind of weather the storms so again you know and being really transparent although i didn't hit my march income goals okay i still got like 60 to 70 percent there and for me that's pretty friggin good given the magnitude of what i was feeling throughout during the month of, of march all right um and so it's just about knowing that you have that kind of security there as well so whether that looks like a fund pot of money that you've got put away or whether it does look like some systems and structures that you have in place to either sell on automate or whether it's about still continuing to bring you leads okay um it's about having those things in place so you can breathe a little bit through this stuff all right um yeah, so I think some basic financial planning. Number two uh, is having a client care process defined and in place. And again, you'll probably be thinking on your feet through this, but I'd really encourage you to start thinking about, all right, so if I had to disappear for two weeks or two months or, or two days or whatever, how do I ensure my clients are looked after? Right? What is it that that I can do to still make sure that they have a great experience. Particularly, again, this is really for people who are working one-to-one -one as, as maybe a coach or like a done-for-you service. Um, and a lot of this is gonna stem back to team. And I, again, this is sort of a really, it's a really interesting area and a topic to talk about, but having those team members who can step in, and you don't need a big team, but it's like at least have someone who can take care of some stuff for you, who can clear your diary, who can communicate with your clients, who can reschedule things if need be. 
All right. So maybe you're not at that point where you have someone in your business that could kind of physically step in and take over the work, but at least you should have a very, very part-time assistant that can kind of, you can sort of have a conversation with to say, look, the shit hits, is it the fan? Uh, can you do this and really get that client care process happening? All right. So start to think about what that looks like and where you may need a few hours of someone's time every month to just to kind of help you um, stay on top of things just generally in your business. But number two, really step in when stuff like this happens. Okay. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about, and I mentioned this very briefly, is having systems in place that still bring you leads, that still bring you clients, even though you don't sort of physically need to be out there hustling for them. And I talk about systems all the bloody time and they are so important and so many people are reluctant to get the systems in place that can kind of operate as another you in the background. Um, you know, people are so reluctant to do this. Guys, you need those systems. You know, how are you bringing in those leads every month? How are you booking clients? Like if you're physically not there hustling and going out and rallying up and drumming up business, like you, you can't survive that way. And that's really working hand to mouth. So you need those systems in place. All right. Um, and it might be as well. So if you've got sort of leads coming in uh, and you're needing to do discovery calls or whatever, you might need to get yourself to that place as well, where you do have sales team members working for you. And again, this could be a future thing, but you know, I don't know exactly what your circumstances are, but if you're at that point where you've got some lead flow coming in, then what about employing a sales coach or some sales team members and things like that? Again, it's just starting to think about those systems and those people structures in your business that are going to allow you to weather the storms, all right? Weather those storms. The other bit of that is about looking at leverage services. So again, if you're not using a leverage service model in your business, I would implore you to start thinking about this and start getting the help to set your business up for success that doesn't need you booking your calendar out full of one-to-one -one calls and actually having a leverage service. So whether that's a group program or whether it's a fancy pants e-course or whether it's a mastermind or whether it looks like something else, I don't know. But it's like having something in place that doesn't need you to be booked solidly with meetings and one-to-one -one calls all day, every day. That is not a sustainable business model. That is actually another nine to five job, but that's a whole different topic. But it's about looking at how you can start to switch up your business model a little bit that will allow you to obviously make the same amount of money or more money, uh, but have less time invested in terms of that physical doing the doing kind of work in your business. So maybe look at this as an opportunity to get that kind of thing up and running. And because here's the thing, going back into work after or into your business after this period of, of loss or grief, you're going to need to ease yourself back into it. So I'm probably operating at about 70% in my business at the moment. Like I'm not full, full throttle. Uh, at all at this stage, um, but I'm working myself back up to it. And I can do that because I have leverage systems and services in place. Okay. So whether it's, you know, you need to go back to work or you need to get back into your business, maybe you go back in at 40% and then gradually raise it up to 50 and then 70 and then 85 and then you're back at 100%. So it's just going to allow you to ease yourself back in. Um, rather than, you know, okay, oh shit, you know, back in the office on Monday and I've got 20 calls that I need to get through. 
Again, it's just having the right systems and having the right offerings that are going to allow you to do that in a really nice way. Okay. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about, guys. Um, having that sort of transition plan around your business is going to be really important. And it's something that I work with my clients on all the time. And again, it's not just about weathering these sorts of storms, like that's the bonus, but actually it's about having a business that's set up for growth. It's about having a business that's actually set up for freedom <laughs> as well, which I'm guessing is something that's really important to everybody in this community. Guys, really getting your business set up and future-proofed is absolutely key. Please don't allow it to get to the point where you're slapped around the face by life in order to take these decisions. Start future-proofing now. And that's obviously something that I can help you with as well. I'm happy to um, obviously have a free call with you uh, as your breakthrough sessions, or you're welcome to reach out and PM me. That's totally cool too. But if you're a service business and you're looking to really move away from kind of one-to-one -one work or exchanging time for money and all that sort of stuff, and you're looking to really create a business model that's set up for growth, but also future-proofing and kind of storm-proof as well, then that's definitely something that we can chat about. All right. So please do reach out. Don't be shy. Um, this is what I do guys. And you know, there's no obligation or anything weird like that. It's like, let's just reach out and have a chat. Let's talk about maybe what's not working or let's talk about um, kind of what some of the challenges are right now and where you really want to go with your business. What's going to allow you to grow future proof, set yourself up for success longer term as well. Let's have a look at that and let's have a discussion. All right. So please look after yourself. I mean, if you're going through any of this at the moment, or if you have been through it, I know you can relate, but please, number one, look after yourself, go back, re-listen to this, all of those things I said around protecting your psychology, your physiology, your energy, and your spiritual peace, <laughs> spirit, just all as well. Please look after yourself, but also really use this as an opportunity to think about what the hell am I doing here with this business set up? Okay, let's look at what needs to change. Uh, what do we need to set up? What systems, what team, you know, how can we start to invest for growth? All right, invest for growth, but also future proofing. Take care. Bye.